Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam Potosa is going to produce the program today. It's going to be an abbreviated program unless there is overtime for some reason, the SEC Women's Basketball Tournament going on today. Texas A&M leads Vanderbilt. That game is at halftime. Uh, we expect uh, the Gator broadcast when they play Kentucky to air around 1.15 or so today, but that is certainly a, a fluid time. Uh, but until then, it'll be us uh, and your questions, calls, and comments today. Let's start with basketball last night. Really good to see uh, the Gators play well. And, of course, if, you're, if you don't like Mike White, that's good because the Gators swept Georgia and former coach Mike White. Gators have a chance to be 9-9 nine and nine in the league. And, and you're playing an LSU team that's not very good, and you're playing them at home. So that would be kind of good, getting ready to go to the SEC tournament with that. Uh Gator baseball. Boy, I've done a lot of Gator baseball broadcasts, and i got to tell you, the wind in Jacksonville last night was amazing. I mean, it was blowing center field over and out, and it really caused balls to leave the yard. Outfielders in center field and left field had a devil of a time. They just played several balls last night that they would normally catch just because of the wind. It was really a factor last night. Gators didn't walk anybody last night. They didn't walk a soul last night, and they still gave up eight runs. Pretty amazing. Uh, all right, we will take your phone call. By the way, the police have issued an arrest warrant for Georgia's Jalen Carter uh, for his alleged involvement in that fatal car accident. Uh, so we'll see what transpires with that. That's just breaking news here in the last few minutes or so. We'll talk baseball, we'll talk hoops, we'll talk anything else you want to talk about. Call us up, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Today, the question I want to ask you, yesterday we had a conversation about basketball perhaps going to the NIT. I think it's a good thing for this team to go to the NIT. From a fan standpoint, I sense could care less. I get it. So here's my question. If Florida goes, Florida's got, according to Phil Steele, Florida has the sixth toughest schedule in 2023. If Florida goes 6-6 six and six again next year and Florida gets a bowl invitation, do you want them to go? Should they go? Tell me why, yes. Tell me why, no. Because don't be a hypocrite. If you think that going to the NIT is beneath Gator basketball, well, then is going to the, you know, Las Vegas Bowl or the Mayo Potato Bowl or whatever the heck bowl they would go to, isn't that a bit beneath you? If So we'll get your thoughts. Uh, Brian says, nice to see the Gators end the three-game skit against the Dogs last night. I know the season's not been what Gator fans would have wanted, 
but not seeing Mike White and Orange and Blue as the silver lining to the season. Better days are ahead, hopefully. Aaron says, great game for UF, a little scary late, but overall a good game to see so many players getting in and developing while contributing to the win. Thumbs up to Golden and staff. And he also says with NIL, he thinks you'll see more and more younger head and assistant coaches in the college ranks because uh, head coaches in their 30s, assistants in their mid to late 20s. Change and rapid change has a way of running out veteran coaches, especially the roads college athletics have driven down. We will see. And then William says, the answer, if Florida 6-6 and next year, they should go to a bowl. I'm sorry, they should go to a bowl, but not no, but heck no. A game like last year, and I was a vocal person on your show saying we should not play beforehand, is embarrassing to the brand, and with the amount of turnover of teams now, is taking a beating for the sake of take, taking a beating. As far as baseball, I give Ficarota a little praise yesterday. He probably looks terrible. One would think Sully's patience is wearing thin on some of the older guys, continuing to look awful the gap from our starters to get to Neely is a severe concern right now. Um, I don't think it's a severe concern, but I think it's a concern. And look, last night, a, a, a bit of a balls that I think would have been caught last night got out. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind a little bit, at least, uh, when it comes to that. Uh all right, a couple of more emails. Let's come on. Let's talk some sports, folks. Three nine two eight two five five. Plenty to talk about today, and you can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Um, Bill, his email is about baseball. He says, uh, "Steve, do you think the baseball team is as good as its record indicates, given who they played, or more more specifically, haven't played?" Um. We'll get a better idea, I think, of that this weekend. It's kind of like Gators softball, right? They had a pretty easy schedule. They went to that tournament in, in California and got and lost three out of four against good teams. Well, taking nothing away from Jacksonville or USF, Miami will be a much better test. And I think that game comes, that series comes at a really good time for Florida. BB says, yes, go to the Bulls, but hope the key players play. Congrats to the basketball team. Great effort. Good composure down the stretch. Uh, In baseball, what an interesting wind-affected game. Have you ever seen that much wind with switching directions before? Yes, but not often. Uh, I, I can tell you this. I can count on one hand the number of games I've seen where the wind literally affected balls being caught. That was interesting. He watched LSU in Texas. What a contrast. No scores at the top of the ninth. Three-run LSU homer won the game. Uh, In the top of the eighth with two outs, LSU had their uh, bat end by the new delay rule when the LSU batter with a full count failed to get ready in time. No pitch thrown but out on delay. Well, there you got to get in the box. That's the whole idea. Uh, He said knew it but still weird to see it. And he's a nice-looking Texas stadium with a great crowd. Let's get to the phones. We'll talk to Dave. Hi, Dave. Thanks, Steve. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. So, yeah, a couple of, uh, of answers to your questions. On, uh, on playing in the NIT, I'm absolutely for it. And I'm absolutely for playing a bowl game at 6-6. Six and six. 
hopefully we get more participation if that happens to be the case. But I'd love to see the Gators compete. I, uh, I, I told you I would be, I was very interested in watching how our basketball team would respond and how they would be a, a different team without Colin. And they are. And they're, um, they seem to be trying to play together. And we're start, starting to get a little bit more rhythm, getting some shooting, learning how to play different kinds of defense and stuff where you're not just dependent on Colin. And uh, it resulted in a nice win last night. As yes. Far as, as far as Mike White, I like Mike White. He's not a Gator anymore, so I have to root against him. It was great to be able to see us beat him every time and want to do that in the future. But I don't wish him ill will. Some people did. I thought he was a very good basketball coach. It didn't all come together. He had some really tough breaks. I think he may have saw some writing on the wall about being able to meet expectations of this program, and he decided to better his life as best he could. And uh, He's Gator bait now, as, I, as we say, right? All right. Okay. Uh, as far as baseball, I bet that was fun last night. <laughs> it was interesting. I'll say that. Those, the balls were being crushed. We got a good hitting team. Uh, tough night for Figueroa, but uh, it'll be better. It'll be better, don't you think? You would hope. I mean, look, again, I, not that I throw that game out, but with the wind blowing the way it was, you know, some balls got out that I think would not normally. Cause they have a very high wall there they have to you know, get over to. Um, but look, it's the bullpen has been good at times. It's not been good at times, and I still think you know, Philip Abner was terrific last night. Yeah. If he continues that, that'll certainly help. They've got to get some other calls. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tom is here. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve. Uh, man, I'll tell you what: uh, the Gator baseball team can sure hit the ball. Uh, that win must have been something else, from what you're saying. Uh, they say March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb. I guess it was proven it. Uh, last night it did, that's for sure. Yep. Hey, uh, I watched the uh, Gator basketball game. It was really great to see them uh, try some new stuff and, and get a win out of it. Uh, you know, once again, I, I I don't have anything against Mike White, but I'm awful happy for Ty Golden that he beat them both times. Should. That's right. I mean, look, Mike White is a coach of another team. I don't care if it's Georgia or LSU or whoever it is. It's in your league. Your job is to beat that team. That's what Florida did. That's good. Yep. Now, uh, Steve, quick question. We're 15-15 we're and 15 overall right now. Correct. If, and this is an if, if we're uh, fortunate enough to beat LSU at home, we would be 16-15. and 15. And if we went into the tournament and it's looking like we're going to play Arkansas in the second round. Uh, if we happen to lose that game, we would basically be 16-16. and 16. Would we still be eligible for the NIT? Yes. Okay, good. Because I, I really hope we get in the NIT. I think, I think uh, some of the younger guys really need some more actual playing time against other, uh, you know, opponents. Uh it's been a tough year all around with Colin getting hurt and, and, and everything, but uh, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually happy and I'm, I'm hopeful for next year and the year after that if we can get some good uh, portal guys and, and some uh, good, good development of young players. I'm looking forward to Gator basketball. And to answer your question on football, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I say go to a, a bowl game. It's, you know, at least it's it's some swag and, and almost like a little bit of a vacation somewhat for the players, some extra practices. And okay. one quick question about baseball, and I'll take it off to hear your answer. Can you explain the new mercy rule in men's collegiate baseball? Thank you. Sure, that's easy. Um, it's a it's a rule in the SEC. If you lead by ten after seven innings, game's over. Could be ten nothing, fifteen five by ten runs. Last night that rule was not in effect because it's not an SEC game, and coaches have to agree to that. And apparently either Jacksonville and or Sully uh, decided that uh, they would not have that in, in effect. Ritt, I'll get right to you. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Diane Raddick. Today, the Florida women's basketball team will take on the Kentucky Wildcats following Texas A&M and Vanderbilt game in the opening round of the SEC tournament in Greenville, South Carolina. This will be their second meeting with Kentucky this season, and the Gators are looking to avenge a win this time around. Coverage will begin here at approximately 1.15. It's also game day for the number six Florida Gators baseball team. They have a date with Jacksonville University at the Florida ballpark at 6 p.m. Tune in here for coverage of 5.55. Down south, the Lightning fell to their rival, the Florida Panthers, 4-1 in Tampa Tuesday night. They're looking forward. They will host the Penguins Thursday night at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Diane Raddick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. You've heard me tell you a lot about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, and you've really helped. If, if you have helped them by donating an unwanted or unused vehicle, they appreciate the donation because it really helps the at-risk young boys they help at the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. They take these vehicles that you donate, whether it's a car, a truck, a motorcycle, whatever it is, they fix them up, they resell them, it teaches real-life skills. And remember, these vehicles you donate, are it's tax-deductible, and it goes a long way towards helping these young boys. To find out more about what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch does, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka, or you can go to rbr.org, and there you'll learn more.
It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center this weekend only. IDC is opening the vault with the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Ethically sourced and hand-selected for remarkable brilliance. Rare precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. All on sale. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering long-term zero interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mounting, including the entire collections from both Takori and Baraggio. Don't miss this amazing opportunity, an open-to-the-public multi-million dollar diamond buying event this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA Choice Steaks, Ribeye Filet, New York Strip, and Philly Cheese Steaks, Chicken Sandwiches, Salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. Get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Only next week, oop, there it is, moves to Wednesday at 11 AM. Mark has to do a conference tournament. So Wednesday, 11 AM, next week, week from today, for our hoop, there it is for next week. Rit, thanks for waiting. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Uh, calling you from I-95 North on my way to see uh, get my son to see KD's debut against the Hornets tonight. Okay. Uh, love your show. You do a great job. 
Uh, so don't take this personal, but th- that's such a stupid question. The the should we go to the NIT or should we play in a bowl game? I, it seems to me the folks that are answering no, there seems to be within the fan base a large section that has a complete lack of self awareness where the program is at. This is not an elite basketball program anymore. This is not an elite football program anymore. I don't care if it's the fresh kitty litter bowl or the bloat be gone colon cleanser bowl. <laughs> you go and you play the games. The NIT is a postseason tournament. It gives your players opportunities to play and coaches chances to coach. And that's the only right answer. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, yeah. It, I think you've got two schools here because here is another uh, answer. From Michael, he says, with the invasion of free agency, particularly in football and basketball, the NIT does nothing to help this team grow for next year. We'll have four, five, six kids leave, four, five, six kids transfer in, which means the team starts from scratch every year. Gone are the days of building and growing a team as each year is now its own one and done. Thus, why I don't pay much attention to college football and basketball these days, hard to make any attachment to a player or team is a constant revolving door. Let me ask this question. It's not hard to make an attachment. It's your school, isn't it? The players come and go. The school doesn't. Do I understand certain teams are more fondly remembered for what they've done? Of course. And personalities go into that, but you are still rooting for the school, even though each year you may have roster turnover. PG, hello. Hey, Steve, it's Mike. I think you got us mixed up. Oh, Mike. Well, sorry about that. I just my thing there. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. First of all, I'm always for going to a bowl game. I'm always for going to uh, the NIT. It's like that uh, previous caller said, everybody gets a chance to do something, and I think it's a win-win situation. Now, I've got a couple of uh, comments on the 10-run mercy rule. I'm totally against it for a couple reasons. All right. Okay, the first reason is, you see a game like last night, you know, Florida's up you know, 10, 12 runs, 8th, ninth inning. You get a chance to get a couple of your pitchers in there, but may never get a chance to pitch much, and you get a chance to see what they do in actual live action instead of playing batting practice. And secondly, again, if you're up, you know, 12, you know, 14 runs in the 7th or 8th inning, and you got a couple of kids sitting on the end of the bench who kind of practice every day, who are good kids, never do anything wrong. You know, you get a chance to get them a couple of at-bats. And I think, you know, that's something they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. They actually got to play an at-bat in a college baseball game. Yeah, I, I think that argument is one that some people make, is that if the game is out of hand, and, and it also goes for the losing team, right? If you're down 10 runs, well, there's a guy on the end of your bench who maybe gets a chance to hit, and a guy at the end of your pitching depth that gets a that gets a chance to pitch. I hear what you're saying. And secondly, in the uh, NCAA college selection, uh, you know, coming up, why is there so much love out there for Mississippi State? I don't understand it. They've got, I and mean, maybe I'm looking at this through orange and blue glasses, but they've got the same record as Florida, and Florida beat them head to head. Yet Florida's had a much better out-of-conference schedule than they have, but everybody seems to think Mississippi State is in the tournament. I don't understand it. I don't, well, I don't have the resumes in front of me. Um, maybe they have more quad one wins. You know, I don't know. 
Um, but they're a bubble team, certainly. And last night, you know, they played a game they had to win, even though it was South Carolina, to keep them in there. Um, but they, I'll say one thing, Bracketology, Lenardi has had them pretty consistently either as last four in, first four out, you know, on that bubble. But I don't have it in front of me to say, well, there's more quad one wins or, you know, they have, they have, they don't have a bad loss. I just don't have it in front of me. Well, thanks a lot, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Mike. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com again today. An abbreviated show will bring you SEC uh, basketball tournament hoops with the Gators. Daryl says, think the Gators we need to win eight games next year in football. If not, rumbling is going to get real loud. If they do go 6-6, six and six, yes, uh, need to go to a bowl game. Andrew says, basketball is different because the players stay to play the full season. Football, we had like 30 players missing. Football is getting ridiculous because players are sitting out. I was hard on Napier, but the Vegas Bowl, I give them a pass with a bunch of backups. That's why they're adding more playoff teams because of the sit-outs. Uh, Peyton says, not sure if margin of defeat's a factor, but if Florida blown out by LSU in the first round of the SEC tournament, could they fall below NIT and end up in the CBI? I don't know. Uh, possible, yes. But again, I don't know that that's an automatic that you would you know, be in that. Tony says, agree with the caller, neither program is elite. Take whatever bowl game or postseason basketball tournament you can get. Enjoyed the game last night. Meant to say hi, but got there right at the first pitch and left after the eighth. I did see you, Tony, if you're listening. You were down to my right. I did I tried to wave to you a couple of times, but, um, you know, it was a good crowd there last night, so that was a good thing. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM, WRUF. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Wealth for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding yournestegg.com. Allen Private Wealth, LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Board a license, D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids, with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. 
knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. The big screen, the atmospheric lighting, the unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah, um, at my house. Oh, yes, very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Beautiful today and tomorrow. Highs each day in the low to mid 80s with partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. Then as we get to Friday and the start of the weekend, a front will approach our area on Friday, turning very windy. Gusts between 30 and 40 miles an hour possible. Then an increase in chance for showers and thunderstorms Friday night. An all-day chance for storms on Saturday. From the UF Weather Center and meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I love AD. He is a complimentary championship player to the player. To the player. He's never going to be the guy. And that's okay. That's not a knock on Anthony Davis. He's a piece of a championship team. He's just not going to be the catalyst like a LeBron, a Giannis, or a Jokic. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sully tonight, airtime 555, Gators and JU. 392-8255, email russell at Hey, D, how are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, beautiful last night. You know, Steve, are, are we going to do this every time we play Mike White? Is it 
you know, no offense to Mike White. Or no. He's not a bad guy. I mean, he's, nope. he's, he doesn't coach us anymore. It's, it's, nope. He's out of here. Yep. After <laughs> this year, that goes away. Right. Um, you know, just a, a great win, Steve. Uh, you know, I know Georgia's not that good, but uh, they shot 53% from the field. Uh, you'll take that every day on the road. Uh, you know, they – I don't – other than Alex Fudge's two ill-advised threes, I don't remember them taking any bad shots in the game, really. Uh, obviously, Will Richards stepped up. Myron Jones, uh, you know, he had 12 rebounds. I mean, he was he, he was in there mixing it up, uh, even though we gave up out rebounded eight on the offensive glass again. Uh, I saw a lot of guys, you know, kind of standing around, and Georgia was kind of hustling us there, especially late in that second half. But, uh, you know, Will Richard, his three ball, I tell you, Steve, when we get a dynamic point guard here next year, he is the perfect catch-and-shoot guy. I mean, he's not going to make a uh, create a lot of shots off the dribble, but just like a Michael Frazier or Lee Humphrey, a guy like that that could just, you know, stand in that corner and shoot threes off of dribble penetration. So he, he was uh, clutch last night. And, um like I said, man, the only thing, the free throw shooting, I think we could have up the, pushed the lead a little bit more. I think we went 12 for 20. So, But other than that, man, uh, you know, no complaints, great victory on the road. And, you know, he's, he's beat, he beat Georgia twice. He beat FSU. He beat Tennessee. So uh, those were our rivals. And uh, he, had, uh, he probably could have beat Kentucky the second time. So, you know, it, it's good. I know the season hasn't been what we wanted it to be, but, you know, he's put an emphasis on beating his rivals, and that's good. You know, I'm not going to say I told you so because there's a lot of times when I'm wrong. But <laughs> you, you, if you, you hear me every day, what I always say, wait. Let the season play out. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, has it been, you know, a season that, you know, NCAA tournament? No. But how many people really thought that was going to happen? I would suggest – it was a minority. It was less than half the, the you know, Gator Nation. One thing I, I loved last <laughs> night, D, using Fudge in the middle. You know, he, right. he played 16 minutes. Uh, that was different. You know, we hadn't seen a lot of that. Um, he used the bench. You know, I think 10 guys played last night. I think it was. Um, I, you know, I just watched some of the highlights today because I was doing baseball last night. So that was good. And Richard is what you're talking about. Uh, they need some other pieces to the puzzle. There, there's no question. But assuming that a Kugel and a Richard stick around here, that's a couple of building blocks you build around, and I think that's a good thing. Yep, and I, and I know I've sung his praises every time, but Steve Kugel, man, he just – you can see it, man. He he plays his mannerisms. I mean, he plays like he's the baddest, best dude on that court, and he's not playing like a freshman, man. He's playing – He's playing like a sophomore or junior, so you know. Hopefully, he, st- he can stick around because, like I said, man, he he's the next one, man. You could you could just see it in this game. He's he's got the mid range, the three pointer, the drive. He missed that dunk, would have bought the house down last night. But like I said, man, he is uh he, he's he's the next one, man. He's he's got the total package right now. All right, D, appreciate your call, man. Thank you as always. Three nine two eight two five five. If you're calling in today, uh, you're just tuning in. Going to be a uh, shorter show today we will bring you uh florida women's basketball in the sec tournament they'll take on uh kentucky uh, and we'll have that at about 115 or so today uh give or take it's interesting when you look at uh last night 
it's it's been such an up and down year. And what I'll always tell you, enjoy the ride, right? Well, it's been a ride. It's been up. It's been down. And when all is said and done, Florida might be 9-9 nine and nine in the league. And once again, that's about where I think a lot of people thought this team would be. So there you are. By the way, some uh, NCAA tournaments for the men are also underway. Um, so the madness begins. Today is March 1, and that's a good thing. All right, let's get some calls. We've got emails I can give, but I want to get your calls. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Greg says, it's the school indeed. Lead or not, Florida football and basketball are my passions, not the coaches or the players. It's the school. I love so many great UF basketball programs from Maxwell and Moten to the present group of ballers for Coach Golden. Well, they're also players. It doesn't mean you can't have an affinity. I mean, look, what does everybody talk about? They talk about championship teams. You know, that's what a lot of people still talk about. You know, there's talk shows that go back in history and relive the good old days. Okay, that, 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 there's nothing wrong with that because that's special, right? That's why you have, you know, the 10th anniversary, the 20th anniversary, that sort of thing. Uh, Tampa Mike says, uh, Florida basketball feeling better after a sweep of its past coach. Sort of solidifies Florida's headed in a better direction under Golden. Nice to see Fudge used in the post. Uh, yes. And with a smaller lineup, Golden continues to impress with his imagination. If you're going to get out-rebounded, at least Fudge gives you more athleticism in the post. Can beat most players with his speed. Thought this team was a 17-14, and 9-9 conference team. Not far off from my preseason prediction. Would have exceeded it if not for Castleton's injury. Uh, yeah, you don't – you just wonder kind of where, you know, Florida would be headed now with him. Uh, but I guess we won't, obviously, uh, get to know. Uh, all right. Let's get a couple of more calls here. I'll, keep, I'll try to keep you updated on, the, on game one of the SEC Women's Tournament as well. That's Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. Uh, Paul, hello. Wow, that was a screen of death. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing to have your thoughts ready before you call in. Um, back to the ca- caller that made the comments about kind of being in denial or the fan- partial of the fan base being in denial about um, where the program really is. Uh-huh. And I... And, and as an addition to that, a question along with that, I don't know if it's recently I've heard you say it more. I've listened to you for a long time. I respect what you say. But I feel like I hear you say a lot, fans, this and that. My first question is, do you consider yourself a fan? And then second, I'm worried about the level of mediocrity that the football and basketball program has fallen into. And I think there is a ton of denial about Florida not being elite, like, when you really sit down and think about it and, and you, you know, you just take your orange and blue glasses off, a couple more years of six and six or a couple more years of NITs or, or being average is, I don't know if I'd rather be super bad or be average. Like being average is just almost the kiss of death. 
So I don't know if you can combine an answer to both of those questions. Let me. Yeah, I'll do the fan one first. Uh, the answer is no. Uh, I, I have to try. I mean, look, I've said this a lot on the air. Florida's my alma mater. I, I like. I, I, do I want them to win? Sure. But I'm not a fan in the sense of I have to keep objectivity. I have to look at a team and say, I think they're good. I think they're bad. So I'm not a fan in that sense. But again, do I want the school to win because, you know, I went here because I work here? Yes. Second part was what, Paul? Just the, the idea that we are very mediocre now in danger of being bad. And, you know, whatever number of percent on, on the fan base you want to put that are in denial that we are we're not in a great place right now. And the, the idea of being elite should almost be secondary. Let's be average and competitive first before we start thinking about the good old days again. What is very difficult, I think, and I don't think, I'll use the word again, uh, Florida's fan base is much different than any other in the sense of, yeah, I'm a big history guy. I, I was here going to school when Florida hadn't won anything. Think about that. Florida had never won an SEC football championship or had never won an SEC basketball championship. That's hard to fathom now but I lived through that. So when Florida got good, you know, the, 80, the 84, 85 teams were terrific, but we all know what happened with that. Spurrier comes and, you know, all those years of success and then Urban, well, you get spoiled. You, you do. But I well, think the other you, reality is perspective. Yeah, but fans come to expect it's going to, you know, stay that way. I'm a history guy. Every program. Every elite program goes through down cycles. Well, the, for me, the, the programs that excel are ones that don't stay down a long time. We'll see and what Florida does. You know, thank you. Okay, thank you, Paul. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, I just kind of want to jump on that thing. And I got a couple questions. So, for you, because you might know this, but... In the SEC, the state of Florida is the largest, uh, most populated state, correct? Maybe Texas, when they come in, would take that title or, or that number. But So we got that. Florida has that, Gators, in the biggest populated state. Then, I, correct me if I'm wrong, other than Texas, Florida is the largest attended university in the SEC, right? 50-plus thousand. I don't know the answer to that. I would guess that, but I don't know. Yeah, I think they're number one in both of those categories until Texas comes in. I don't know about Oklahoma. I think Florida still has higher population. Anyway, where I'm going with it is, with all the momentum of the years, the last 20 years, or, I don't know, maybe to chop off five, you know, 15 years, whatever, they lost a lot of – the program's lost a lot of momentum. They have a lot of things working in their favor, and I'm just going off the numbers. Like, let's say – like where Strickland came from, Mississippi State, how fertile is that area to recruit? You know, it's a lot harder to recruit at Mississippi State than it is at Florida or South Carolina, or I can go down the list. You know, even Tennessee has had their problems recruiting because they just don't have anything around them. So for me, like, I just, I'm not comfortable saying 
like, hey, it's okay to be mediocre around here. I mean, you've you've got to make some some decisions that clearly didn't work in a row to end up where the program is on the two biggest sports, the two biggest revenue sports. But there's a lot of built-in factors here that should help you much more than other schools. And I'm just using the SEC. And I don't think that's like an opinion. I think most of that is factual. Your point being, though? That this, I don't think, I don't think a fan should be spoiled and expect championships every year. But I think it's fair to say at a school like the University of Florida, with the history, with the proven fact that people have done it here, and multiple people, you can argue that in basketball a little bit, but Kruger did it. Mike White was real close to the uh, Final Four, you know, that Elite Eight year. Um, that it can be done here. You've got a lot of built-in advantages. I just, I'm not, I'm not comfortable, just my opinion, saying, hey, it's okay to be mediocre. No, I don't think anybody don't. thinks it's okay. That, I don't think anybody thinks it's okay. But rationally, you have to understand that happens. And it happens to everybody. That's true. That is absolutely true. And it's how long you stay there. Bing, that's my mantra has been forever. PG, you got to run to a break. Thank you for Thank your you. call. I always appreciate it. 1246 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Diaz. Florida women's basketball will take on Kentucky in their first game of the SEC tournament, immediately following the conclusion of Texas A&M versus Vanderbilt. The Gators ended their regular season on a two-game winning streak heading into the tournament. Tune into coverage beginning right here at approximately 1.15. Continue with Gator sports, the men's baseball team is back in action tonight against Jacksonville University. The Gators are on a four-game winning streak following the lone loss of the season to USF. Cards begins right here at 5.55. In the NBA, the Miami Heat hosts the 76ers tonight, following their close win against Philly on Monday. That game broke a four-game losing streak for the Heat, and now that they are finally in the win column, they will be sure to want to stay in it. Tip-off is set for 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Diaz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Of the thousands of apps out there, one of the most interesting must be the We Croak app. The app seeks to help us find happiness by contemplating our own mortality, because eventually we will all die. I'm not trying to be morbid, but do you ever think about your death? When you die, will you just blend in with the dirt, be reincarnated? Will you be in heaven or hell? The Bible teaches that eternity is real, and when we die, we will spend eternity with God or apart from Him. You may not believe what the Bible says, but I believe it. And I can't imagine the thought of dying without being sure of my eternal destination. Can you? The key to facing death with hope is knowing the person of Jesus and trusting that you can have eternal life with Him. Do you? Will you? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. 
20 years is a long time and Gators Dockside is celebrating their 20th anniversary in style on March 9th. Make plans to be at Gators Dockside in Gainesville from open to close March 9th as we roll back the prices to 2003. $4.99 10-pack of wings. Draft beer is only $1.50 and we'll answer the question, how many wings can you eat in under five minutes? You can win free wings for a year. Games, prizes, a live DJ. It's all at Gators Dockside 20th anniversary celebration March 9th. Let's hit the road and discover the fun and freedom of RV travel at the Ocala RV Show. Thursday, March 2nd through Sunday the 5th at the Florida Horse Park, just south of Ocala. Hundreds of 2023 RVs on display from all the area RV dealers and register to win gift cards daily. Adults $5, kids free. Thursday, buy one admission, get one free. And military and first responders get $2 off every day. Let's hit the road to fun and freedom at the Ocala RV Show at the Florida Horse Park. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids, with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, the patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, well, take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I don't have a name here, but it says in football, if we start slow, maybe two and four, we progressively improve, yes, to a bowl, but vice versa, no to a bowl. Larry says, as a former catcher of zero and out at the high school and college level 100 years ago, I have a naive question for you. Please explain to me now how pitchers get their signals for pitches. Um that can be done in a couple of ways. Uh, it can be radioed in. They detect not, well, first of all, they can, they can still do it the old-fashioned way, if you will. Um, but now uh, it can be radioed in, and there's an earpiece that catchers can get. And now if you look, pitchers will look at a wristband, 
and it's, it's signaled in that way as well. So technology has certainly uh, taken over uh, at the college level. And I think, again, part of that, uh, that happens. And if you get a keypad, right, um, for example, you might press 1-1, right, 1-1, fastball, low and away. Does that, would, that would be how they would know uh, when the sign is sent, uh, I think this is right, the pitcher's wristband vibrates. Uh, if, if, if you don't like it, shake it off, and you get another one. Um, so that's, again, the way technology is uh, creeping into the game, and it's some, and not everybody has to use it. Some pitchers use it. Some pitchers don't. Um, but basically, Larry, as an old catcher of little renown, it's you're eliminating the middleman, and guess who that player is? The good old catcher. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Um, so there you go. And uh, look, as, as a, now as a pitcher of little renown at only the high school and junior college type level, um, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. I look down now. How do you shake it off? If if you like, I told you, you 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 press the, you know, what do you do? You shake it off. There's other things you can do. Uh, so, there you are. And I would also say. It takes away a little bit of the old school of the game stealing signs. How do you how do you st- steal that? Uh, if 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 a pitcher is wearing a wristband, how do you steal that? So, but again, that's the only constant change. Uh, all right, we got about four or five minutes left in the hour. I got a couple of more emails, but if you want to get a quick call in, uh, we're probably going to join uh, the pregame here for SEC women's basketball. The A&M Vanderbilt game is in the last minute of the play. A&M was ahead. Was it by six, Nevada? Yeah, okay. So we'll see if, that, if they hang on um, to win the first game. Uh, Carl emails. Got a great question. Uh, he says, Steve, how much of a measuring stick is the Miami series for Gator Baseball this weekend? I'm not sure how you mean that, but I think I understand. I keep relaying this to softball, okay? Softball had a pretty easy schedule before it went to California. Well, they came up against some good teams. Well, it's time for Florida to nothing away from who they played. But because look, USF played them tough. But this is I think this is really good. It is a measuring stick, but it doesn't mean if you win this series you're going to beat LSU or beat Arkansas. No. Conversely, if somehow you get swept by Miami, does it mean you're going to have a terrible year? No, it doesn't mean that either. But I do think it's time that Florida play a team like this. And I think it's the timing of it is very good. Uh, interesting note, uh, Jacksonville just got through playing Siena. And Siena's coming to town, not this weekend, but next 
Jacksonville stole 17 bases against Siena. 17. Yikes. 17 bases. That's hard to do. That's hard to do in Little League, let alone college. Andrew says, Mike White wearing Georgia makes me sick to my stomach. Why couldn't he leave the SEC? I think he's a decent coach, but isn't there a code for going to a rival? No, of course not. Nick Saban left LSU. Where's he? Right? Steve Spurrier coached South Carolina after coaching to Florida. So nobody had a problem with that. That this That's just how it is. And you go where the job is. Okay. <laughs> it is... That uh, the opening game still has about 30 seconds to go, and as happens sometimes in games like this, it takes forever to play like 40 seconds. So we'll go a little bit longer here uh, and go past uh, the one o'clock hour today. And Seth, am I right? If Florida wins today, isn't their next game a night game? Wow. Okay. So at Alabama, right? Okay, so if Florida wins today, they would then play a night game tomorrow, which we would have for you, uh, against Alabama. It would be a 9 o'clock game should they win uh, today over a Kentucky team that Florida lost to. Arguably, Florida's playing better going into this. little momentum after a couple of wins here, and uh, that should help them out a little bit as they go into this game with Kentucky. Plus, I mean, sometimes one team does have a number on another team, but I don't know that with Kentucky, just I've watched them a couple times, and, you know, they this is a beatable team. I, I think if Florida plays the way it should, should win this game today, but we will see. That's our first hour. We'll stick with you a little longer in hour two. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. 
Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Brunch Buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. What's up, everybody? Guess who's coming to your screens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? No Mercy with yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. It's now available on YouTube. For the first time in my career, I've got complete freedom to say my piece on everything beyond the world of sports, unfiltered, and now in video. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least for my take on the biggest headlines and conversations with the biggest names in entertainment. Subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith, a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. Full episodes available now on YouTube. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. All right, we'll start Hour 2 of Sports Scene today. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for tuning in, making us part of your day. Uh, I'd like to get two or three calls here to wrap up our day. It'll end early today. Uh, because of our coverage of uh, SEC women's basketball in the SEC tournament. Florida will play today against Kentucky. Uh, we should get to that, oh, 110, 115 or so. So we've got plenty of time to hear from you. 392-8255. And you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Your thoughts about the basketball game last night, baseball. Don't forget we got baseball for you tonight, 555. Swim, by the way, uh, 16 Gators invited to the NCAA Women's Championship, and they are number six, and that's going to be the NCAAs in Knoxville this year. Um, And Tennessee, of course, will be the host institution. Florida has the second most swimmers selected, only behind back-to-back national champion Virginia. I had no idea Virginia was that good in swimming. But they went back-to-back national championships, so I guess they must be pretty good. Uh, all right. Let me get to – oh, this was left over from yesterday, and I saved this. I almost forgot. Fred sent me a very long email, and I sent Fred a response because he's not happy with the orange and blue game being uh, at 7.30 on a Thursday. And he said that he couldn't make it because he has to work and you know he really wanted to see the team and he wanted to come up. Why not have it on a weekend? And I explained to him the point I made yesterday that Florida, if, if you are looking big picture at the program here, Billy Napier wants his own time to get national exposure 
so that recruits don't have to decide if they're going to come here or somewhere else. On April 15th, I mentioned this, Ohio State, Arkansas, Pitt, Clemson, Texas, Penn State, FSU, A&M, Ole Miss, Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, South Carolina all have their spring games, same day. That's going to be diluted, isn't it? Don't you want to have your own? That's the reason, Fred, you have that. Big Gator, hello. Hey, Steve. I just want to make a quick comment on the softball. Sure. I'm not worried about the girls' softball right now. I mean, they went out there, they had a tough time, yes. But even after the games that they lost, Oklahoma got beat by Baylor. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma didn't come back and put a run rule shutout on UCLA. Mm-hmm. But it's having issues right now at some time or another. And you're going to run into good games like that. My point, my point exactly. I, and I, and, and yep. I, I will continue to say this. I think it was really good to play out there at this time because their schedule was pretty light in terms of, you know, really good teams. So, yeah, did they, did they not do great out there in that tournament? No. They play UAB next. I have no idea how good they are, but it's on the road. Um, and then before you know it, you know, they're going to start conference play here in the middle of this month. So I think it was, you don't ever want to lose like that, but I'm with you. It, it was good to see that. There were some good teams, and good teams knock off good teams. That happens. And it did happen out there. No and question. The wasn't too okay. yeah, they had a tough time coming to weather, so okay. we are good to go. Yep, appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you, Big Gator. Thank you for your call. Yeah. I mean, look, did you – you got shut out twice. That isn't good. Um, but it, to his point, UCLA got drummed after beating Florida. So you just never know. Florida will play uh, UAB, UCF. Then they're, they have they host another tournament here in which uh, Billy Napier's old school is coming here. Louisiana's going to be here. Uh, Mercer and Rutgers here. Uh, then they will play Bucknell midweek, and they open with Missouri here March 17th, and that is a home series for Florida, and that starts the grind of the SEC. And just like baseball, right? Baseball will get a big test with Miami. Great timing of that. Florida Atlantic then is here. Next Tuesday, Wednesday, they normally have a pretty good team. Siena, all right. Uh, and then Florida plays North Florida. And then they start SEC play against a good Alabama team here. On a, they have a Thursday-Friday series right out of the gate. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's a home series. And then Florida State. So that's a good thing for the schedule to get tight like that and get ready for SEC play. Uh, all right. I could use a couple of more phone calls here. We're going to get a quick comment in. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Pete says, Steve, I heard you say you watched part of the game uh, last night, uh, today. What were you most impressed with? Three things. And I didn't watch the whole game. I just watched bits and pieces of it. I mean, obviously, Will Richard was impressive last night. 
I like the way Golden used Fudge in the paint last night to help. You know, he's got what little size Florida has. I think that helps. Uh, Jatobo is, in my opinion, never going to be a big-time scorer, but he played 20 minutes last night and, and, and got a couple of rebounds. He wasn't great. And then very impressed uh, with Myron Jones. I mean, 12 rebounds or something like 11, 12 rebounds, that's pretty good. So, and good for them. They needed to win this, and they should beat a struggling, struggling LSU team at home, a team they beat on the road when LSU was not struggling. And again, you end up 9-9 nine and nine in the league, pretty good, given Castleton's injury, you know, first year of a new system. And I'm going to tell you this, I think Todd Golden's the right coach here. Now, he's got to get talent. That's the next thing. I love what Golden does from a coaching standpoint. I love what he does, you know, trying different things. I think that's really good. But now the talent acquisition has to take place. How will this roster change? How will it overhaul? That is what we are going to see. All right, are we... Okay, all right, okay. We're going to go to 115, all right. Then we will do that. Uh, all right, so in that case, hope to have the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, here with me Friday this week. We can talk some baseball and we can talk some basketball as well. Uh, and then I want to throw another couple of things out here. The NFL Combine is starting, and Anthony Richardson's going to go through uh, later in the week when the quarterbacks do their stuff. He's going to do everything. I think that's terrific. Good for him. I think that's really a good thing. Uh, I waited to say this for my last email because I never get one like this. Um, actually, two of them, because one deals with the NBA and one deals with the NFL. Uh, he said, I'm a Bucks fan. This is Joel. I'm a Bucks fan. In your opinion, who's the best team in the NBA right now? Ooh. Well, I mean, the Bucks are right there, certainly. Um, you know the team that intrigues me is Denver. Because you don't see them very much. They're really good. Are they built for the NBA Finals? I don't know. I know a team that's struggling, Billy Donovan's team. The Bulls are now six games under five hundred. That's And my Knicks, all of a sudden, are playing a lot better. Yeah. So, and then an NFL question. Now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the dark, this is from Paul, does he end up with your Jets? You know what I think? I don't care where he ends up. I'm tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers being in a dark room for four days. Who cares? Make a decision. And Green Bay, th th their GM is talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's saying on the one hand, Jordan Love needs to play. Well, then get rid of Rodgers. Trade him. Get rid of him. 
But no, they're playing this little cat and mouse game here. And it looks like, I mean, duh, three options. A return to the Packers, a trade, uh, or retirement. You get the sense Aaron Rodgers wants to retire? I don't. And if the Packers want to move on from him, then just trade him and just put Jordan Love in there. That's that's what you have got to do right now. Steven's my final emailer. How good do you think the Astros will be this year? I think they'll be formidable again. Well, don't forget, they lost Justin Verlander, and they were supposed to get uh, Lance McCullers Jr. back, but his timetable, I think, has been set back because of a nagging injury. Uh, but they'll be formidable again. But I don't know that they'll be the pick to win it. But they're still going to be good. Um, and it also, I think people understand this, it's very difficult to repeat in anything. Very, very difficult to do it. But they'll be good. They'll be good. And once again, you don't know uh, you know, how trades are made, you know, that sort of thing. So I think we just have to kind of play and see what happens. As a matter of fact, you know, their starting rotation, um, again, without McCullers, uh, Valdez, Garcia uh, will help them. So that'll be good. All right. We're going to get you out for Florida women's basketball, game one of the SEC tournament. They will take on Kentucky. We'll have it here for you live. Thanks to Sam for producing today. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.